Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance to those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to accomplish my mission. Generally, when the timer hits 9 minutes and 59 seconds on this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin to implement immediately. And if this week's lesson has a ring of familiar, then it's probably a reinforcement of a life change you've already started to implement. This podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For more information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, and life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. Resolutions are a serious theme that I get into way too often because it's an easy theme to be honest, but it's something that people always ask questions about. What should I put down for my New Year's resolutions? What should I be focusing on for the new year? What new things should I be doing now that another 365 or 366 in some cases has come in? And my main argument for New Year's resolutions or technically against New Year's resolution is it's a major time and a major event where everything is going on around everyone and everyone's trying to do the same thing, try to start fresh. And it turns into a glut of frustration with so many people trying their brand new things at the same time that, as we know, most New Year's resolutions are done within six weeks and then, of course, restarted next new year. So my suggestion for you is twofold. The first fold is anytime you feel a need to start up and do something new is your New Year's Day. It is the new year beginning for you to begin fresh and make the resolve or make the plan or put something in action to work towards that new thing. But what doing that does is it doesn't give you a real trigger to get started. New Year's Day, when everyone is rushing towards the end of an old year and refreshing towards a new, is a great start trigger to remind you that you need to be fresh. But I'd say there's a better day that comes every single year on the exact same day that is a better chance to know when to refresh. And that is your actual birthday, the date that you actually become a year older. Your real New Year's Day comes the day or a few minutes after of your birth. So with that in mind, I tell you to change your mindset on how you reflect on your New Year's resolutions or whatever you want to call them. Change the nature of how you want to build up towards your gauging for how well you did in the last 365, 366. Don't put the measuring stick at the generic time everyone else is using at New Year's Day, January the 1st. Put it on your own special day so it's your own special time for reflection. Now, obviously, don't just stop and pause on your birthday because... It should be, although some people take large vacations and grand-scale parties for the birthdays, it should be the day for celebration, a day for enjoying yourself and getting on to the next bout. But as you get closer and closer to that day, closer and closer to your birthday, you should be planning ahead for how you're going to measure how you've done so far. You can look back as far as you want to, the full year, a couple of months, whatever. But this is your time for a yearly reflection, and it belongs to you and just you. Everyone's going to ask you how you feel to be a year older anyway, so why not go through the actual motions of going through everything that needs to be fixed? If you're needing to get better for your health, whether it's getting in better shape, eating better, just having better habits, now's the time to reflect on how you want to be coming up the next birthday. 
If you need to get your finances in order, now's the time to know how you want to be till you get to your next birthday. If you need to do some long-term planning, maybe get a will, maybe focus on relationships, whatever it is, think about what you want to be a year from now or who you want to be a year from now and plan for that. And use your birth date as a better gauge instead of New Year's Day. Because, as we said, the gyms are always full the first month to six weeks in the beginning of the year as people are getting fresh. But there's less time and less push for people to get into the gym as a new member throughout the year. That's why there's so many scattered plans and scattered opportunities for people to join gyms at discounted prices a few months down the line and a few months before you get to the holiday season. This is one of the things that I practice intently and have been for quite some time, where every year is when I really look out for how I've done in the past and how I've done going forward. For my business stuff, I usually use the, the fiscal year, so that's a little different. But when I'm looking at myself personally, I look at the birthday and how things are going. In fact, every five years, I do a major lookout and try to come up with a large look back for five years and a looking forward. Five years ago, this year I'm turning 45, and five years ago I wrote a memoir, a really not very good book, but uh, looking back towards the 40 years prior and using that as a way to gauge how I've been so far. And because I had gone through a couple of different very intense and very emotional things extremely recently since that period of time, I had a lot of things to look forward to reflect to going forward into however far I was going to go. And I had planned at that point to reevaluate it at 45, five years down the line, and write a new book with what happened between those two years and reflecting on some of the things from a different perspective, even though it was only five years down the line past from what was put in the last book. Time may not allow me to write that book, and I'm unfortunately sorry about that, but the thought process and all the work behind just preparing for the next year and at this point preparing for the next five years is still in place. Everything has always been there with regular checks just along the line and the yearly time to reflect and look back at what's going on. So that's how I have used that to practice my resolutions, if you will. I don't like resolutions. I don't like the word. I do like putting up new plans and getting new goals and actions and going from there. And if you're looking for help for that, I have a pretty detailed plan on how to set your goals and make sure you have the time available, which is the most important thing, for the right goals, or I should say goal, because you're actually working on one goal at a time per my plan. But I am very happy to just not do things when everyone is rushed in January. I already have my gym membership, so in January, I'm coming off my vacation time and getting back into the regular routine of not having all the vacation and the the holiday stuff that's in the way and getting back into a regular routine as opposed to starting fresh and hurting myself because I hadn't done this in months or in some cases for some people, years. So what do you think about that plan? Taking a shift in your thought process and moving away from doing your New Year's resolutions, or as I've said many times, your New Year's new goals at the beginning of your actual reset new year, whenever you turn a certain age, or the next age, I should say, and plan around that. You can do it on your birthday. You can do it a few days after your birthday. You can do it a month before. It doesn't really matter. But the trigger for you to take a look at your past and going forward would be, at this point now, your birthday. That's I'm suggesting that to you. So when your birthday comes around, you know you're already reflective and things are going on. Now's the time to take a serious look at what's going forward and a really staunch and realistic look at what came past. Work these things out, see how things are going, and make a good plan of action go from there. And to help you out get that started, 
here's the basic work I do for my goals, basic goal setting plan, if you will. You basically just start off by making a list of everything you believe you need to work on. Every single piece, every single thing, every single idea you might have that you think you want to work on. And you put it down on one sheet of paper. You literally put it down on one sheet of paper. Then you take a look through and mark down all the things that you know you won't have the time for. You know things will get in the way. You know you don't really want to do, but people say you probably should, but you know you can't really do it. And you get a realistic listing of things that you want to improve on, you want to work on. Next, you pull out your calendar and you mark out how much time everything you do takes and how many blocks of time everything you do takes. And you make sure you overcompensate for those things because I know you get a lot of stuff done in between times, but that time isn't necessarily there. And most of the time, those small intervals of time get ruined by interruptions that stretch into those times. Then you lay your calendar out. You look at the things that you want to accomplish, the things that are big on the line list and Oh, you're supposed to actually put them sort of in order by which ones you really do the most. And look how much time you have for real. Engage how much time you can use that's on your calendar to do one specific task. And then just do that task. If you want deeper details on how this works, I can show you that one in a later episode. But that's how it goes. Use your birthday for your new trigger for when to review your life, when to review your resolutions, when to look back, when to look forward. And the quick way to get your goals set is make a full list of everything you'd like to do, will it down to things that you really think you can do, prioritize them by what you think is more important, and then compare what it takes to get those done time-wise, you believe, with your actual calendar and work on just one thing. Thank you for tuning into the podcast, and thank you for all the well wishes that have come with the transition we've had or particularly I've had to having to lean on this thing a little more because of leaning less on some other actual paying gigs. So if you're looking for helping me out a bit or what's actually helping me help you out, feel free to reach out and see what we can do for you. Of course, if you enjoy the podcast, and I say podcast plural because along with 10-Minute Life Lesson, we have the even shorter condensed version of Steps Are Better You. You can get that plus an article every week for personal development that will help you out, personal and professional development. You can use this for both ways. Uh, Just by going to the website, yourbetteryou.info, every single week and checking those out or subscribing to the podcast in however you like to get your pods. You can reach out to me directly here for these issues by going to yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. You can go to the website, of course, and you can see online there's a link with a menu, if you will, of services that I offer, and plus I have teams that offer up to help you get whatever you need in order, whether you need to get your company on the right track by getting a properly done plan of action, whether you need to get yourself in the right track by just evaluating your goals, whether you just need somebody to kind of press your button every so often and just be your accountability partner. There are various different things that I offer up and you can find the listing there at yourbetteryou.info. You can also find more information about me at jclevenpain.net and email me directly at jclevenpain at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. We're doing what we can to provide great episodes here, great information here so that everything here is awesome because we like awesome everything here is worth using and the 10 minute approach to this ever since i got into doing podcasting and want to do a podcast on personal development there were all these people who promised these things that in you get them in 10 minutes and then gab for the first five minutes gave you a quick three minute blurb 
I want to give you a full 10 minutes worth of time. Although, you know by now it's technically 9 minutes because I gab for a full minute to get started. And then I tell all the all the details, house cleaning on the back end. Everybody seems to enjoy it, so we're going to keep doing it that way. We're going to do what we can to uh, rebuild our physical aspects. Right now, we don't have a full-time studio, so I'm using my office, which is not properly shielded for things. But it's good enough because you can hear it. We're getting out there, and the details and messages are good. So we're going to keep giving you good information not just good enough information but it's good enough for the audio quality it is good information that you want to use and use as quickly as possible thank you very much for being a part of the project this project does not live without people to listen people to take in information people to use it and tell me what works and what sometimes does not work so this is not a sometime we'll we'll have another episode of this edition of this podcast next time next week to allow for more great information and more great things. Some of them fairly simple, but some of them extremely profound to get you going for your personal and professional life. So more from the 10-Minute Life Lesson next week from yourbetteryou.info.